Welcome to the Sports Comedy Show. Well, Super Bowl 55 is in the books, and we have a champion. The 2020-21 season is in the books. 36 football teams, or 32, I don't keep track. Only one that stands atop of the hill. And it is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, for they are your Super Bowl champions. This is another edition of Talk Radio. Today is February 8th, and our theme today is the champions, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Congratulations to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. All season we've been talking about them. We've been talking about Tom Brady and what I called the Brady Bunch. Well, the Brady Bunch was here and they turned it on. And boy, did they really turn it on. They brought um, a style of football that was unforeseen and surprised and um, just kind of took everything to a whole new level. They put Kansas City in their place. But first, it's Paul on Talk Radio. Tampa Bay Buccaneers are your champions. Kansas City Chiefs are still going, what happened? We were supposed to win this game. We were the better team. Well, it did not play out that way for Kansas, uh, for Kansas City. Truly a bizarre game. To, to be honest, it was somewhat of a boring Super Bowl, or lackluster, I guess we'll use the word. And, um, you know, to top off the game not being all that exciting, we had a halftime show, which uh, was quite bizarre and very theaterish. Um, not a big fan of the weekend. And to be honest, I never even heard of them before the halftime show. And I always thought that the halftime show was supposed to be for, you know, the biggest, greatest bands or some of rock and roll's greatest bands or. But it's a different world. It's a hip-hop world. It's a theater world. And um, it was, uh, quite frankly, a suck. Who am I kidding? Uh, I didn't like it. And quite frankly, I don't think many of you did either. So let's just get right to the point. But that was the halftime show. Let's uh, let's move on to the game. Well, <clears throat> it, was, uh, it was a shocker and a half. And um, it, the game, you know, Bill Coward after the game, the coach for the Steelers, when they all do their wrap-up, I think he uh, he labeled it the best. And he said, the games are won in the trenches. And how many times have you talked about me? Or how many times have I talked about how the games are won in the trenches? And, uh, and that it was in this game. And Tampa, Tampa Bay's trenches just dominated Kansas City. They did it on the offensive line. They did it on the defensive line. And it clearly showed. Now, there were signs on the wall. There were signs on the wall because it turns out Kansas City did lose one or two big names on the front line um, in the championship game. And it was clear that they had to substitute people in and they were trying to put people in new positions. And it was clear that that was, that was the difference. And by doing so, um, <clears throat> Tampa Bay's front four on defense was able to put the pressure on Mahomes. 
normally Mahomes can deal with the pressure, but at this time, as he was scrambling and running, you could clearly tell he was just waiting for that last second and just throwing up a Hail Mary. And, and, that's, and that's what it was because he wasn't able to find open receivers because Tampa Bay's defense, their secondary, had everybody covered. So by the time it was clear, you could tell he was going to throw up a Hail When he was going to throw the ball, it's exactly what it was. It was a Hail Mary. And um, it, when you throw Hail Mary down after down, um, it's not going to come through. And, and it was very clear that that was the case. And Tampa Bay's secondary was, was just phenomenal. Um, you know, Kareem Hunt was absent from, from, the, from the long ball. He wasn't absent from the game. He played. He made a lot of short. He made his fair share of 10 to 20-yard gains, but he was not able to slip behind the secondary. And um, they never even threw a long bomb to him. It was just in incredible how Tampa Bay's defense, um, Todd Bowles, the coach, he, you got to give him credit. He, he found a plan that worked. Surprisingly, one of the statistics was that they've only rushed the quarterback five times, and that goes to show you how much pressure they put on him. And by not rushing, that gave them the extra, um, the, that gave them an extra man in the secondary, or they were able to beef up in the secondary to double team Tyreek Hill. They were able to let um, Travis Kelsey have his ten-yard catches, but did not let him get away. And if you recall last week, I said for them to win, that's going to be one of the keys is they're going to have to keep Travis Kelsey to his short gains and not let him turn him into long gains. And they did that. They, they, they did everything right, defensively speaking, that you could imagine. And um, for Kansas City not to score a touchdown, uh, I believe I heard that that was a 40-1 to shot for those who are out there uh, betting all your prop bets um, for Kansas City not to score. Uh, I would have never thought it would happen. Um, but they didn't. They could not score a touchdown. They ended up with three field goals. And um, then it was the um, Tampa Bay offense. And if you got the Tampa Bay offense, you know what that means. Yes, when you sp speak of their offense, you think of Tom Brady and the Brady Bunch. And the Brady Bunch came to play in the Super Bowl. He brought the whole cast of characters. Perhaps the biggest cast, or the biggest character of all, was his old friend, Rob Gronkowski. Gronk was there. Two big touchdowns. The running game. Fournette. Big running touchdown. It was all a part of the Brady Bunch. Yes, it was the Brady Bunch. They were there and they're for real. And um, what can you say? They did everything that they needed to. Um, it, it, it wasn't even pretty. By halftime, it was clear that they once they scored that late touchdown in the second quarter, um, and this time Antonio Brown. You got Antonio Brown in the game. They did it again. They scored a touchdown right before half, just like they did two weeks ago against Green Bay. And uh, at that point, I realized that it, it was going to be extremely hard for Kansas City to come back. But we wanted to give Kansas City a glimmer of hope because they've always been such a comeback team. 
But that wasn't to be. It was just too clear. There was just too strong. The Brady Bunch was, was too, too demanding. They ran the ball when they needed to. They threw the ball when they needed to. Then in the second half, all they had to do was just run down the clock, and they did. And they had the running game to do it. And um, it was, they cruised. It was a, a lopsided game. They cruised to victory. It was um, truly a uh, Tampa Bay blowout on both sides of the ball. And um, Tom Brady, once again, gets another um, Super Bowl ring. This will be his seventh ring in 10 tries. How incredible is that? Um, you know, why, let's talk about that for a minute. <clears throat> I think this one is historic um, or lethargic for this reason. Because all the other ones, he was on New England. And so many people hate New England. It's either you love New England or you hate them. And when you hate New England, then you hate Tom Brady. Um, but this time, it was not on New England. It was on a different team. And for what he did to jump ship, to go to a different team, and to build a whole cast of characters, and to win a Super Bowl. Because now it's not about New England. It's simply about the fact that it's Tom Brady. And for all those people that used to hate Tom Brady because he was on New England, um, I think they see him in a very different light. And they see the, the genius that he is, or the, um, you know, the champion that he is. And, and that has made Tom Brady a whole different person. It's no longer a lover or hate him person. It's be people simply recognize him as the best quarterback who's played in the game. And um, it's an incredible story. And I, I think it's a great thing because I myself, I'm a New England fan, um, but I know how many people hate New England. Well, he didn't do it in New England. He did it in the NFC, not the AFC. He did it in Tampa Bay, the Buccaneers. This is only their second title um, ever. And uh, to, to bring a championship down to, to Florida is just, just incredible. I, you know, and when this thing started at the beginning of the season, uh, it was fun, exciting to watch, but I did not give I didn't really think that they would be a serious contender there was just too many good teams out there this year but look what they did then when the playoffs came they they went on the road they went into Washington they beat Washington they went in to New Orleans shut down Drew Brees gave him his his farewell game said go to retirement because we're moving on and then they went into Green Bay and they did the same thing to Aaron Rodgers, who was going to be the MVP. He'll be the MVP of the year because he was the best quarterback. And the hell of a Green Bay team. And they stifled them. They went on the road and won three big playoff games. They earned the right to get that home field advantage in Super Bowl. They earned every right for that. And for that, they did. And they were just on a different level. Um... You know, the football season, there's two seasons. It's the regular season, then there's the playoffs and the Super Bowl. And it's a long season. It's 17 seasons, then a three-week three playoff, a break, and then a Super Bowl. So if you go back to halfway through the season at week 12, Tampa Bay was 7-5. and five. Tampa Bay at that time, and that's right about when I first started talking about previewing the playoffs, 
I'd put them in a second or third group category. They weren't on that first group with Green Bay. They weren't on that first group at that time with Seattle. They weren't on that first group with the Rams. They were clearly on a second or third level, and, and that's because, if you remember, they were losing the big games. They were getting blown out. They were doing terrible on prime time. And those stick with you. You're thinking, you know, going down the stretch, you're going to remember those, that those teams aren't going to, those are the teams that aren't going to make it. But it's a long season. It's not a sprint. It's a marathon. And from that week, on week 12, I believe they ran the card. And from there forward, they were 8-0 all the way to the end. What an incredible story to go 8-0 in the second part of the season. Nobody saw that coming. Um, I don't even think they saw that coming. But they believed in themselves. And that's what they kept saying. If you listen to them, they believed that they could do that. And they really just had all the, the, the players to back them up on offense and defense. You know, we, we talk about Tom Brady and the Brady Bunch. Um, look at all the receivers he's got on that team. He's got Mike Evans. He's got Antonio Brown. Look at the tight ends. He's got Rob Gronkowski. He's got Cameron uh, Brake. Look at the running game. He's got uh, Ronald Jones. He's got Fournette. It's just, and then he's also got some other big stars back there that come up with big one plays like Scott Miller, who, well, he didn't make a big play yesterday, but the, these players just keep popping up and doing big things. And it's an incredible, <clears throat> incredible cast. And when you got that many weapons um, and you give them to Tom Brady, you, you know, you're going to, you're going to um, see some, some effects. And that's what it was. So for Tampa Bay to go, 8-0 in the second part of the season. Um, just an incredible story. And uh, they are the champs. We have to say congratulations to the champions. And this one's for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Time for losers, because Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers eight no to finish the season. They take the championship. Where does Kansas City Chiefs go from here? Well, again, that front line was kind of uh, had some holes in it. Patrick Mahomes, maybe the the toe or the foot. You can see he was in pain. Um, they're still going to be a contender. They'll still be around next year. You'll still see a lot more of Patrick Mahomes in the future. Um, but this is the first time that Patrick Mahomes lost um, in a landslide. Uh, you know, that was a shocking stat. They said he's never lost a double-digit game before. How, how incredible was that? But that all changed very quickly. That all changed, you know, in this one. And it was clear that there was going to be no comeback. So... Um, <clears throat> Big win for the Tampa Bay coach. Bruce Arian gets his first Super Bowl ring. Um, defensive coach Todd Bowles, who was a previous coach. He used to coach the Jets. This is when the Jets were semi-good. So he's uh, he, he, there's a big story there. He takes over the defensive helm. 
and uh, he had a he had a big assignment. Had he shut down Kansas City, but he did, and he he uh, it was that front line was able to get through. That's how he did it. That was the key to their story, and uh, keep that defense that that secondary well stacked. So. Um, Kareem Hunt never got behind him, never found the, a bomb, never got the long ball. Keep those um, gains to short to minimum, to 10 to 20 yards and no more than that. And put the pressure on Mahomes. And they did it to the point where Mahomes had, it was clear he was just running for his life. He wasn't running to make a magical play. He was just running to the last second, just throwing it open. They're throwing it and hoping to uh, get a Hail Mary. And it wasn't there. So Todd Bowles, a uh, big win for him. Maybe one day Todd Bowles will become a, uh, a coach again. I think after this big win, um, he certainly is probably going to earn that right. But for now, I think he's very happy with um, what he's doing there. He's always been a defensive-orientated uh, coach. But uh, I could see Todd Bowles in the future becoming a coach of his own team once again. Uh, Bruce Arian, <clears throat> uh, good story for him. They even had his mom there, a 92-year-old mom in the crowd. So that was very exciting. Just a great day. It was Super Bowl fun and excitement. Well, I already mentioned what I said about that halftime show. <laughs> you know, as far as the halftime show goes, I always thought the Super Bowl was you got to get the best of the best. Remember in the rock and roll world, they had Paul McCartney. They had the Rolling Stones. They, they, they've had all the big names. They had Tom Petty. And then in the, in the dance world, you know, we had Janet Jackson. We had Michael Jackson. And uh, last year, we had J-Lo. So, The weekend, I, I know they got this one big hit, uh, whatever it is. I don't even know what it's called. I never heard of them before this. Have you? So, but it's a theatrical world, and they try to make a theatrical statement. And for me, it didn't work, but maybe it did for you. We're going we're gonna to leave that one alone. Anyway, guys, this is our follow-up to the big Super Bowl. Uh, this is our follow-up to the big Super Bowl show. Congratulations to Tom Brady and to the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They are the champions. Uh, I want to thank you for listening in. This is Paul on Sports Radio. Um, and uh, have yourself a great Super Bowl post-week. Everybody, we will catch you next time here on Talk Radio.